Damn, are you so okay? So you're again, it's again like married and stuff, and you talked about those drinks. What was the drink again? The 45 English. Oh, it's the the French 75, man. <laughs> Come on, not the right number, not the right language. The 45 Come English. Come on, man. Hey, man. So what's the French 75? Yeah, it's it's uh. Are you excited? It's huh? a nice, it's a nice touch of gin, champagne, lemon juice. It's nice, and refreshing. You know, not, nothing too hard. Uh, the boys must have wanted something a little harder, but you know. That's a the, drink the wedding. They, they say a wedding is for a man and a woman, but yeah. it's really just for a woman. Really? For the most part. Yeah, like 80%. And for say. the bros. <laughs> for the bros. Yeah, the bros are going to have a good time. Yeah, man. the bros are going to have a good time. And hosted Revelstoke. Let's go. Silky and filthy, where we talk a lot of hockey and a whole lot of bullshit. Gives it away. Horvat centers. Patterson scores! Politely. Why would I be polite with you? Are you kidding me? Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Never look yourself in the mirror, huh? You're always good. You never make the mistakes. Yeah, you know, they're a good team. They're a good team. They're a good team. They play hard. Obviously, they're a good team. They have a lot of good players. You're about to listen to some puck talk and bullshit. Welcome to another episode of Silky and Filthy with your host, Trevor Beggs. All right, well, you just listened to the best song in hockey podcasting, and now you're listening to Silky and Filthy. Welcome, all you silky studs. I'm Trevor Beggs. I'm with Kyle Bowen in the studio here. Kyle, how you doing today? Good, man. Good. You really think that's the best intro in hockey podcast right now? I'm tuning our own horn a bit too much, you are. but it's a pretty damn, it's a pretty dope song. You still want to try that thing out? You know, the the puck talk and bullshit. Puck talk and bullshit. Can we do something? I don't know. We'll try it yeah, out. Yeah, you know, should we try, we should try it, man. Just a little try everything in there. There you go. You know, people don't know this about me. I'm actually a big, I'm a big old school rap guy. And uh, it sounds generic, but I love my... I feel like everyone is a is a old school rap And they fan. should be, man. Yeah. It's a fucking great time for music. I'm not the biggest rap guy. You know that. Yeah. I should probably pay more attention to the, the Vancouver scene out here. You don't have to. It's your choice. You but, you know, I, I should. I like to support local culture. I mean, I'm supporting the Vancouver Canucks. Okay, cool. And then, then support Vancouver music. Then go ahead. I showed you the one dude, the dude that you like. McAvoy, right? That's the guy that you like. Great, oh, McAvoy's amazing. I think he's uh, it's a great song to listen to maybe with uh, with a lady. You did, know? did you add any McAvoy on the playlist for your wedding? No, I feel like it's a little too a little too song like a little too slow, a little too somber. Okay. But it's like it's more like like a romantic song, you know? It might be a good slow hey. dance song. I mean I haven't put the whole thing together. It's more of a slow dance song for so, sure. So you're saying there's still a chance? Yeah, there's still a chance. I'm not real McAvoy out of the wedding. Oh wow. That's for sure. He might come too. That's good, man. How you been though? How you been? Couple weeks, eh? Well, it's been a it's been a tough time in Vancouver, obviously. Fair, it's, fair. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys have listened to our, our previous episode. It was all Jason Botchford. Uh, we had Tamir Tamir in studio, Tamir from Surrey from the SCT show, and uh, you know it was just it was good to get all our feelings about Botchford in the open. I think you know he was he touched a lot of people, and uh, you know we just wanted to to let the people know and let our thoughts be heard. Of, you know what we think of him and what he did for this city. So it's been a tough time in that regard. Uh, you know, you're still trying to enjoy playoff hockey. It, you know, it's uh, even in my life, man, like, you know, getting married and everything, you know, life's pretty good for me. You know, it's once you hear about something uh, like what happened to Botchford, it's uh, it, it's hard, man. But, you know, it's he was a big fan of the game and, you know, he, he convinced a lot of Canucks Nation to be fans, too. And, 
you know, like I said, I'm still watching a lot of the games. I know Botchford's Vegas Golden Knights are out of the playoffs. That's who he was going for hardcore. I actually, I was on that train too. I thought I picked the Knights to go to the Stanley Cup final, but I was also two for eight in my picks in round one. And, uh, you know, in round two, it's it's a mixed bag so far. I mean, the only series that's a runaway as we record is Carolina against the Islanders. We're recording right now. It's 3-0 Carolina in the series. Wow. I know. So I, And I, I hopped in the Islanders bandwagon. Bad pick. I'm not like really liking any of my picks, but one pick that... Is looking You're okay right dumb. now. Come on, man! You picked the Islanders in that series. You I weren't. Know, I, you weren't. I know. You saw it right in front of you, bro. Yeah. They that have was, a dude named McLovin, one. Rob Brendamore. Come on, Rob Brendamore's coaching that team. We talked about it in that other episode when we said that we would want Rob Brendamore to take care of our children because I feel like he'd set them straight on the right path. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be afraid to you know send the children to do some manual labor if they if they broke the rules. You know. Yeah, exactly. You gotta pay for it. And man. they you would like it because they would go through a wall for that dude. Yeah. But I mean, Barry Trotz is the more legendary coach. I yeah, I think everything in this series pointed towards Carolina winning. Uh, I, I I don't know. I just I had a hunt on the Islanders. We kind of picked on the spot. I just want I like making picks, man. You know, but these ones weren't my best in round two. One that I think I've done okay on maybe is Dallas and St. Louis. You know that series two two as we record, and you, you know Dallas for me is a really intriguing team that no one's really talking about. No one's really given a lot of respect. To. Hey, why don't you give them the fact? You told me this fact about Dallas and how many times they were on TV this year. Just yeah, tell well, them. That's why. One of the most mind-blowing stats of the season. So the Dallas Stars with Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, you know, two of the most marketable players in the league. You know, those guys are stars. They stars, were... good-looking. They yeah, got exactly. it. They got it. Good at hockey, good-looking. They play in Dallas. Just do it. Market these guys. Get them out there. Yeah, two good Canadian boys. Got Jamie Benn, proud of Victoria. But this stat blew my mind. In the States, Dallas had the least amount of nationally televised games among all NHL teams. They were tied with some Canadian teams, you know? And you look at Dallas and like that's such a big market that the NHL seems to be missing out on right now. And I know the Stars haven't been great. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think they missed the playoffs in, what, like eight of the last 10 seasons or something Makes like that? Sense. Or maybe like eight of the last 11 or something like that. They haven't been great, but you know, when you saw that arena in the early 2000s, right? Their first cup in 99. The first Stanley Cup final I remember was 2000 against the Devils. Um, that was an they era. were a crazy team back then, right? Madano at Hall, Yuri Levin, Sergei Zubov. Some great teams, man. And, those, and that, that building was one of the craziest buildings in the league. So the potential's there, and that's I think it's a market the NHL is kind of missing out on right now. It's interesting to look back and, and remember that Brett Hall played for both St. Louis and Dallas. And he was known for being a, being a fucking superstar in St. Louis. Like I was looking at footage, and this guy was on Letterman. This guy was a superstar. He had, he had the mullet. He was doing things in the early 90s with the game of hockey and, and being this entertainer. He was doing good things for the game, and then he scored that big goal for Dallas years down the road that Buffalo fans do not like. Yo, early the early 2000s, the mid-2000s, you know, Dallas was... They still had Mike Medano. They still had Brendan Morrow, Yuri Lettinen, Sergei, Sergei Zubov, Marty Turco. They were still a pretty popular team, but you brought up a good point. They just lost too much in the last 10 years. Yeah, so if you look at their their history after coming over from Minnesota, they never missed the playoffs for more than one season in a row. Like, if they missed the playoffs, they were right back in it. And then you get to 2008-2009, and they missed the playoffs for five seasons. And even over the last six seasons, they've only won two rounds. So it's, it makes it's been pretty bleak for the last, you know, decade plus Well, they had, your, they had not Yuri Lettinen, Kari Lettinen in that for, for way too long. For way too long. What would... Did he, did he know something? Is, like, why was he there for that long? Could you imagine if, if Kari Lennon was your goaltender 
for that long? Was it like eight years? This guy was in your on your team for that long? Vancouver would not be able to handle that. They would Oh man. It would be it would yeah. be bad. It was a long time in Dallas, man. That's actually unbelievable. He joined the stars in 2009, 2010. And he was there to 2017, 2018. That's, that's nine years in the NHL. That's or scary. sorry, nine years with the Dallas Stars, I should say. So now you know why they get no respect. Uh, yo, I talked about it on the phone earlier with you this week. It, it just boggled my mind. Like looking back at Dallas's 1999 run, obviously, I, I could speak for myself, and I'm pretty sure I'm right with Trevor too. I don't think we were really watching hockey. You know, four years old, five years old, we didn't really get it. But Dallas did get it, and their fans. It was cool to see. I watched the uh, championship parade on Sunday for some odd reason. And I noticed that the city was was captivated. Everybody w- wanted a piece of the stars. Yo, there there was this there was this store that was that was selling championship merch and, and they fucked up with how they how they were uh organizing the whole event and a lot of fans couldn't get shit and, and it was a big deal. It was chaos. In our city, if that happened, something bad would happen. There, there's just a whole new story about it. People didn't get their stuff, and they were mad. And people of all ethnicities, too, in Dallas. Hockey was big back then. Yeah, and I think the best marketing is winning, right? And that, that yeah. is kind of what's happening in Dallas right now. Like they're, they're a football state first and foremost, right? You know, you're talking high school football, college football, obviously the Dallas Cowboys. They probably play football when they're three. Team. Yeah, yeah, football, exactly. that's not even, it's a religion. So it's like, we can't even, it's not even a sport. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, I feel like, you know, the the West Houston Broncos or whatever, is like you're, you know. More you're, popular than Dallas. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Like, and that's not a stretch. That's not a stretch. And I know Trevor and I both agree on this, but it would be, it'd be cool to see if Dallas had a good team over a long period of time. In a big market like Dallas, we're talking about the big D. The big D, Dallas, if they had a good team and the market was strong, the NHL would reek its benefits straight up. Yeah, you you look at the playoffs right now and there's not a lot of cash cows remaining. Boston is obviously the big one still. Other than that, you're not looking at anything else in the East that resembles a big market. And the only thing in the West, I mean, St. Louis and Dallas are bigger markets. I think St. Louis has always been more of a, a mid-tier market, but Dallas has a Dallas potential. Is a big city, man. Like you can, you can really build something there. You know. Yo, you know, Post Malone's from Dallas. I well, that from Texas ta- area. I from Texas. Yeah, yeah, Texas. Sorry, yeah. I confused the the two of them. Because and uh, his dad actually worked for for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. your favorite Post Malone song? Oh man, I I like White Iverson best to be honest. I I, I don't. I should probably go some with some fans who are more well known. But White Iverson's what got me into Post Malone. Pe- and, uh, people don't like Post Malone as much. I feel like the strong hip hop community, you know, they just they just don't respect him as much. And I feel as if he deserves more. The guy just continues to make hits. And I remember when I showed you him, and and yeah, you you caught on right away. And White Iverson is still your favorite song, and it's everyone's favorite song of Post Malone's because that was a that was a song that was a generational song for sure. Yeah, you know, part of me with Post Malone thinks that people like their niche music. They, they like to cheer for their little guy, maybe if he's like not as well known. And then Post Malone was kind of, he blew up faster and he started to branch out and not just do hip hop. Like people, when he was up and coming, thought he was a hip hop guy. And then he kind of released stuff that was more pop. And now people want to hate on him because he's not hey. doing rap, man. But he's just doing his own thing, man. Like There's there's a, there's a couple reasons why they hate on him. I don't really get it. It's not, 
Doing your it's, own a, it's a conversation for another podcast. Hey, man, doing your own thing's important, man. Look at Jason Bosford, right? Hey, Jason Bosford is someone different and, uh, you know, left, left a big legacy for sure, man. Hey, keep bringing in those just Jason Bosford references throughout the episode. Rest in peace, Jason Bosford. Yeah, yeah Dallas, big mind, market. Man. It has to happen. I think it should happen. Uh, are you scared of the small markets, though, having su- success? Should we be scared? I don't think so. We should, we should be happy about that, too. It's funny because I've heard people talk to me and be like, Oh yeah, I like how the small market teams are winning because I'm sure Batman hates it because he wants the big market teams in. But I mean, this is kind of what Batman wanted too, right? He wanted parity in the league. Like that's what he was fighting for for so long was to have a league where anyone could have a chance and anyone could win. And I do kind of wonder how he feels about this result because at the end of the day, the NHL is a business, and surely they're pulling in less revenue now with these teams in the playoffs. It's I mean, there's less viewers. That's a fact. And it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do wonder how Gary Bettman feels because, again... But maybe this is the price. And, and remember, I'm all for having the bigger markets, getting the most success, because I just want the NHL to continue what they're doing right now. I also want no lockout. I want these players to get, get the most money that they can get. And if that involves having these big markets, having having strong teams, so be it. With that being said, maybe this is just the bullet that the NHL has to bite in order for these smaller markets to get to the next level. I guess I, we have to we have to appreciate it too. I mean, other sports. I mean, we got we can say that this is kind of teetering with the how things happen in the NFL. I mean, everyone outside of the the Patriots, it's kind of like this, right? You don't know who's gonna get there. Yeah, you're right. I think and that's the, good. Yeah, the NFL was unpredictable this season for sure. The same thing has kind of happened there. It has not happened in baseball and basketball, which I found very interesting. It's like both leagues are kind of going in, or the NFL and NHL are going in different directions from the NBA and MLB, which is interesting because I think up in Canada here, a lot of people are hockey fans and, and football fans before basketball and baseball. Oh, for sure. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, of course. But on, I, you, know, you look at Dallas too, and they have so much competition. You mentioned the Cowboys, but the Dallas Mavericks too. Yeah. They went on some crazy runs there. So like right as Dallas was, you know, oh, kind of going downhill. Dirk days. Steve Nash, even in the early 2000s, they've been they were a strong team for a long time. They even they even won a championship in there too. Yeah, I wonder at that time when they were when they were at the top when they won in 2011. I wonder how how they stacked against the Dallas Cowboys because the community does they do ride the champion to another level. Like that path is is a lot wider, a lot more people on it when you win a championship. Yeah, that's true. And I you know the Dallas Cowboys had the wave in in the 90s too, right? So. Um... It's funny because Dallas has has had quite a few champions, and it's been kind of spread out if you think about it. Yeah, you know, it's you had the you had the Cowboys in the '90s, you had the Stars at the very end of the '90s, and then, and then they had... made another cup right away at the turn of the century, and then you had the Mavericks who uh, won in 2011, 2012. Um, sorry, 20, 2010, 2011. My bad. Um, and then they went to the finals again in 2005, 2006. So, and throughout that time, they were making the playoffs. They're competitive. Nowitzki was doing his thing. Um, you know, the Stars fell out of competition. So it's 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 a very interesting marketplace, but I do think the NHL is missing an opportunity there right now. Yeah, so let's hope that Dallas... Now, I don't know if they can they can beat St. Louis. You, you think they can, right? I, I picked them in six. You picked them in six, so they can still do that. They're getting contribution from... Don't listen to my picks, though. I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't even listen to my... Why are you even listening to this? Yeah, what are you, you know, doing? I feel like we're better at talking about other stuff because with hockey... We went three for 16. I actually thought about quitting. It's a badge honestly. you got to wear, man. Honestly. If I, told my, if I told my dad 
that that we went three for 16 and he knew that we were kind of working on this for for almost two years he would just be so he wouldn't get it and rightfully so because three for 16 is kind of bad yo let's make a deal okay next year in the first round we have to hit at least 60 percent of our clip because most we, most we, years we, owe, been, we owe the listeners that hey man most years i've been at that level i mean i i definitely didn't have the the gonads and i didn't think that a bunch of underdogs are going to win this year uh, like i told you in the past i kind of i should have been on colorado a bit more i didn't see dallas upsetting nashville uh st louis i picked uh vegas i thought was going to win and they, and they should have won and then in the east yeah, carolina islanders columbus like you name it right i mean it's i just i didn't see it coming man i didn't see it coming but um you know lots of upsets it's been crazy playoff hockey but you know one team we've been focusing on so far in silky and filthy has been the dallas stars and wait 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 hold up before you get into the dallas stars we gotta run some ads right now okay the people upstairs at sb nation they want the ads in the middle of the episode you're listening to silky and filthy be right back it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dallas, you know, for my own ego, I hope they beat the St. Louis Blues. The Blues, I think I would have picked them originally, but, you know, Dallas really impressed me against Nashville, and this series has been close. I mean, St. Louis, they pulled it again in Game 3 with uh, another last-minute tally. They beat Winnipeg with two of those on the road. Uh, it's, it's funny how, you know, playoffs just bring up all these crazy storylines, right? St. Louis is just getting it done in the last minute <laughs> so games, many times. Multiple times. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, there's some other crazy series going on right now, too, though. Uh, we haven't really touched on the other one in the West, so let's just talk about that quickly. San Jose, Colorado. Logan Couture, man. I mean... I, we said it. We said it. Yeah. You, you got to wank it before games. Couture uh. <laughs> <laughs> was... That's Couture's bread and butter, man. He's lead the playoffs in goals. So I think uh, the lesson, if you listen to this, if you want to have a it's, good day, you got to yeah. wank it in the morning, you know? Got to wank it. I haven't said that term in a long time. You know... What's your favorite word for uh, for wanking? That's it? what I was actually about to say. Like when you, because you don't talk. I don't know. I don't talk to my homies about wanking it. You don't do that, right? Like you don't text them like, yo, I just wanked it. Like you know, five minutes stroke ago. It, stroking the biscuit. Stroking the biscuit doesn't look like a biscuit. Rubbing the log. Wow, I don't know the log. <laughs> that's that's extreme, yo. Taming the snake. Taming the snake. <laughs> yo, this is. <laughs> Squeezing the toothpaste yo, out of the man. toothpaste. Hey, yo, that's just oh, come, on. come on. We gotta cut that out. <laughs> That's getting a beep. Oh, man. Security guard Aaron showing Trevor something to say. Don't even say it, okay? Let's carry on. None of this bullshit. Uh, I got nothing, man. Yeah. Logan Couture, he's a baller. We talked about it last week. Logan motherfucking Couture. Good player. He knows how to honk on the trumpet. You know who else is good? Nathan McKinnon. I'm sorry that we should, like, look at different narratives when it comes to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I know... I know they're getting contribution from other people. We saw that big play that Matt Calvert made at the end of, uh, what was that, game three? No, that was game four, right? When they tied it up. Matt, anyways, anyways. Yeah. Matt Calvert three, got smoked by, oh yeah, whatever. Oh, no, no, sorry, it was game two when game he got two. smoked. What yeah, am I talking about? I'm, I'm just in the future already. They, they didn't tie it up. That was when they got the uh, empty netter and, Mc, and McKinnon. No, I'm tying up the did. series, tying up the oh, series. Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. I'm not that dumb, you know? Okay, 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 okay. Speaking of Nathan McKinnon, yo, he's still doing it. Those bingos that he's scoring unbelievable player big yeah, time player 
I, I, it's a very interesting series to me. I do think, you know, Colorado's speed is still a bit of a problem for San Jose. That was my one weakness for San Jose coming into it. You but, think Brent Burns is hurt? Oh, I, I don't know if he's hurt. Oh, was Drew Doughty right? I mean, I think everyone's... I, I would say Drew Doughty. I think it's probably a bit of both, to be honest. I mean, Drew Doughty's not wrong. Brett Burns isn't the best defensive defenseman. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? Everyone's playing banged at this time of year. Burns is a guy that gets targeted. He plays a lot of minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if he's banged up. The way he's playing, I mean, Carlson to me looks unhealthy, but he's still getting it done. He's still good uh, he's to still, He's slowed a bit in this series, too, though. I mean, he hasn't been, been spot on. But again, spotlight's on him. He's a player we all watch. I mean, he's a player that... I want to come to the Canucks. I'm just cheering for San Jose to lose so that, you know, Carlson will consider coming to Vancouver. Like, that's my motivation right now. That's plus I like Plus, I like chaos, you know. You like chaos. Give me Colorado and Columbus in the final. I'd wow. be so to that. Could you imagine that? How How would you feel? No, I don't even want to bring it up. I was about to go into... To, uh, You're going to bring up 2011 again not, or what? Not even 2011. I was just going to bring up the Canucks, but, you know, I don't even want to do that right now. Speaking of Columbus, Boston, Columbus, how you liking that, eh? CBJ? getting a second round game in the state of Ohio and they were loud they were crazy and they got the dub they're up 2-1 against the Bruins uh, such a cool moment I mean Columbus has waited almost 20 years to see a home playoff game in the second round like are you kidding me man that's a long time to go a long time to go without a game I'm not watching the them after round. year 6 unbelievable you know if Jeff Sanderson's my, my best player like after Rick Nash I'm not watching anymore anyway. if 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 you're collecting jerseys of your favorite team and your favorite team was the Columbus Blue Jackets and, and your jersey collection from back in the day was like Rustislav Klesla and David Vaborny and Rick Nash, no offense to the other two, but I'm not watching you after year six, after year seven, after year eight. 20 years to get to the second round. Part of me wonders though if Columbus is a sleeping giant waiting to be awoken. You know, I, I do think they can be a pretty powerful NHL franchise if they, you know, again, marketing is the best cure for sorry winning is the best cure for marketing you know and uh if they win some games there's no other team in ohio right like ohio's a big state you know they got hey. multiple multiple baseball teams multiple football teams is this it yo it's a big place is, is that a big market are we just ignoring it the is fact and that it's a northern market too and hockey tends to be bigger in the northern part of the United States, big in Minnesota, big in Michigan. I think Columbus is a sleeping giant. Shout out to Columbus. Ha- Let's do it. Exactly. Go Columbus. Why not, man? Did I pick Columbus or Boston? You picked Boston. I'm picking Columbus now. Nice, nice. I'm all up for oh, it. Can, man. I, Let's can do I, it. I change a team too? Sure. Yeah, g- give me Carolina over the Islanders. <laughs> That's not fair, is it? Hey, man, no, I'll, let it, sli- I know, I'll, I'll let it slide. Okay, I'll let it slide. Well. Awesome. Hey, man, the more people who are right on this podcast, the better. <laughs> you can tell people, you know? Wow. We can't be going three for sixteen, okay? That's just pathetic, you know. You take you took that really personally, I, eh? Yeah, I went I went for a walk on the beach, and I thought about going back to school, you know, after going three for sixteen. That's deep, man. And it was, and you're supposed to be the hockey dude, man. How do you feel? Two for eight? I know. Come on. I feel okay about it, man. To be honest, I'm not I'm not worried about it. Sometimes you're wrong, and it was a crazy first round, you know. I'm still not the only guy that went two for eight, so. Uh, I ain't worried about that, man. I went one for eight, and I'm talking all the shit. Yeah, Colorado, your eighth seed was the only win, man. That's uh, shows you how the playoffs went, man. That's Hashtag for sure. Make Colorado cool again. Speaking of cool, should we just run some uh, meanwhile in Canada? Yeah, we should, man. I think you got a, I think you got a good story coming up here. So uh, let's give it to the listeners. You listen to Meanwhile in Canada on Silky and Filthy. Each day, a busy beaver can shift ten times its own body weight. Alrighty then. I grew up in Canada. I 
have not been around someone who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? We did it because we love our country and not for any other reason, no other reason. They can throw the money uh, for the pension fund out the window. They can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. All right, meanwhile, in Canada on Silky and Filthy, where we talk about a cool story up here in Canada because Canada is cool. Did you know, Trevor, that our $10 bill won Note of the Year? You're goddamn right I knew about you it. You knew about it? Woo! Have you had one of those things? I have. And you and know what's you, funny? Did you keep it? Uh, you know what? I was... Um, you bought some weed I with didn't know. <laughs> don't lie, man. How'd you know, man? How'd you Guys, know? man. You know what? I don't think I had it personally. I actually think I was with my grandma at the time be honest with you and then we got one we were at a restaurant and uh what did she say was she amazed what yeah, is she, this yeah she was she was she back in was my cool. day yeah. well no she was thought it was cool right i mean uh it's not supposed to go that way right <laughs> damn i could hear that yo it was grandma not grandpa so it's oh, all sorry good. <laughs> I, I, i'm the worst with the uh the impersonations no but it's cool man i think uh the fact that you know viola desmond's getting honored is is really important man it's uh it's cool to see Canada moving that way. It's not something you would have thought of like you probably 20, 30 years ago even. Aesthetically. Right? So, yo, we're aesthetically yeah. being cool. I guess that's that's something. It's good for the scene. Um, I don't know a lot about and I might get I might get punched in the face for this, but I don't know a lot about Viola Desmond. I thought I was good at social studies, but we didn't learn about her. We just learned about Louis Real. I feel like we just colored maps and learned about Louis Real. All of social studies in high school. I don't know a lot about Viola Desmond. Do you know anything? And am I butchering her name? I shouldn't be doing that. I, I'm pretty sure it's Viola Desmond. I, okay. I know she was uh, you know, from Eastern Canada, and she fought against you know racial segregation. Uh, she was a businesswoman. You know, my memory's pretty shitty, man. I might have learned it in high school. And but, you, you know, know what? Maybe you know this is what we'll do for Viola. Maybe for next week, you do a little bit of research on her. I do a little bit of research on her, and we bring this back. Well, how about give this? Her some I'll, read, I'll read you a little bit of a description about. Oh Viola yeah, you Desmond. got a laptop, man. Of course, man. Do it now. Why wait until next week? Here's just a little, little, a little teaser. Viola Irene Desmond was a Canadian businesswoman of Black Nova Scotian descent. In 1946, she challenged racial segregation at a cinema in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, by refusing to leave a whites-only area of the Roseland Theater. Uh, she passed away again at the at the too young age of uh, 50 years old in 1965. Uh, again, Canada honored her with uh, by putting her on the $10 bill, and it was voted the world's best banknote. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. and it's a beautiful story. It's a awesome strong story. Canada. A good message. Yo, if, if her face is on the nicest bill in the world, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, if that's you want beautiful. if you want to learn more about Viola Desmond, I think a good site here is. Uh, it's humanrights.ca slash story slash one dash woman's dash resistance. But, you know, give, give Viola Desmond. Do you think anyone is going to, like, dash dash type right now? We got to give man. it to them. I wonder when that technology is you coming, right? You want me to spell it out letter by letter? No, I'm just saying I wonder when that technology comes out when we can true. be like, go here. And they can just be like, okay. Yeah, true enough. Everyone wants everything at the at their fingers, you know? Like it'll pop up as you're listening on your phone. Wow. Cool, the man. Future. Yeah. The future. The future is here. And uh, speaking about the future. <laughs> You know, you know I love doing this, Trevor. Bringing up the wedding. Okay? Yeah, we're not, you're not going to be able to bring it up for much longer. It's happening pretty soon, eh? I know, and it's going to be an, an amazing moment. I might cry, and it's okay, because that's my brother. That's my brother. That's I probably deep, won't cry, but don't take offense if, if I don't. You know, I do 
I do respect the moment. It's a great moment. It's okay. I told my Shout fiance to I might not cry. You know, I'm not the most. You're an asshole. Yeah, I'm not the most emotional guy in the world. Just suck it up and cry this time, though. You know, I'm not for an actor, man. How do I, how do you fake cry? You got two weeks to like watch some YouTube videos, read a book. Come on. Oh, oh, you know what we should do? We should uh, just take some. Uh, uh, what, what's the, what's the, oh, menstrual, oh, no, what the hell is Menst- that what? What are you gonna say, like some menstrual pills? <laughs> no. What? Oh, what's going that? on here, Trevor? Oh, what's the program? Just what's say it, don't even clap. Oh, what's the word? We talked about, like, jerking no, off for, like, a minute like there. It's testosterone, but for women. What the hell is that called? Menstrual, oh, it's, uh, oh. we're dumb here. Okay, so we don't know a lot about social studies, and we don't know much about biology. We're just dumb. The integrity of this, of, of this duo is flushed down the toilet but it's okay it's okay we're, we're talking about hockey our, our motto is puck talk and bullshit and <laughs> now you know why there's bullshit because because we're both we're both bullshit trevor you're actually gonna search this up okay so while while trevor searches that up something that we should we should all know trevor's wedding is coming up and i want to give our listeners a chance to decide what i get trevor and his fiance i'm gonna say that too trevor you got someone else in this decision okay so so stop thinking for yourself okay tired of it i'm gonna let the listeners decide on what i get you and your fiance soon to be wife for your wedding so the four options are a a microwave yes we're keeping the microwave alive in this discussion b a beanbag chair now trevor wants one of these things i don't know why what are you gonna do with one of those trevor you're 25 okay what are you saying you said i'm too old for a beanbag yes. chair okay asshole c cash I'm down. If that's what you choose, and it's going to help the both of them, I'll go with cash. And D, the fourth option, I just ask Hannah what I should get you guys. Oh, man. If you, okay? ask, if you ask Hannah, she'd tell you to look at the gift registry. Uh, so okay, there you go. Right and I see, oh, I don't see a microwave on there. Yeah, sorry, man. I know you uh, mentioned on low key that you want to get me a microwave, and I kind of shot it down, and we, we And it hurt my feelings. Yeah, we, we I don't think you're getting, a little bit. I don't think you're getting the importance of what I'm trying to do for you there. It's just like... What am I going to do with another microwave, man? <laughs> Why do I need two microwaves? Like, do I put one by the bed? It's not that, okay? It's I'm going to get you the top-of-the-line right. microwave. And that microwave is going to warm up the food for your family. You know? I want to do that for you as, as a friend, yo. Just let me do it, bro. Let Okay, yo, people, uh, I'll get this up on Twitter. You decide what I get, Trevor. The wedding is coming up. I got to I gotta get. I got to get the item soon. Okay, and I should get it on Amazon. You know, save a couple bucks. You know, so I'm actually, trying to find out. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I don't know if this will sway your decision at all, but uh, you know, I've always been a proponent of just give me some fucking money, man, because wow. you know, I like the money. But but you know, here's here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Hear me out. My mom. I talked to my mom, and she was saying that you know it's great to get money and it's good for going on honeymoon and whatnot. Like that's all great, but you don't really remember the money gifts. You remember gifts that you keep in your life for a long time, right? So that kind of made me think differently. I'm like, you know, that's a, that's a good point, man. Maybe I'll get something that I'm going to have for the next 20 years, right? Okay. And the microwave. I'll make sure this thing has lifetime warranty. <laughs> Don't worry. It's going to be a great microwave. And, <laughs> oh, and so, wait. okay, what if you just keep it in the box, right? And one day your microwave breaks and you got one downstairs. It's just waiting for you. You don't got to worry. You can eat the leftovers. Now think about that. And what if my current microwave lasts for like 10 years and I just have like a solar powered microwave by then, you know? Okay, well, I don't know, man. It's just the <laughs> thought that counts, okay? Shout out to it your is, mom. It is the thought that counts, man. I will appreciate any gift you get me and uh, thanks to the mom. And everyone else who give me wedding advice, you know. Uh, the best advice I've heard so far is show up. 
And That's a um, cliche answer, man. What does that mean? People actually don't show up for their weddings? I, I don't, that just happens in movies. Advice. No, I've sort of got some heartfelt advice lately. You know, it's... Uh, it's nice to hear it, man. You know, it's, uh, she's, she's a special girl, special time in my life, man. Awesome, man. It's going to be an amazing moment. You know, this is puck talking bullshit, but it's also puck talking bullshit and love. It's going to be a man. great time, man. It's a lot of love, man. A lot of love. Love We've in been, there. Been showing, lo- showing love to some NHL teams. Been showing a lot of love to Jason Boshford. You know, we got to love love for each other, man. We, we're doing some great work here. You know, I love your takes sometimes. Wow. I thought he was going to say, I love you. I was like, yo, we got to cut this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, rest in peace, Jason Boshford. It's estrogen, man. Estrogen. So, yeah, that's what you could do. You take the, the female hormone, get some estrogen. That way I can cry before the wedding. I think that's the, that's the key. Why? Are you saying that people with testosterone can't cry? Is that what no, you're I'm doing, just saying bro? maybe that, I, need a, I need a little bit more estrogen so that I get a little bit more. 2019, you can't be saying stuff like more that, teary-eyed. man. And this, get out of here. Let's get out of here, man. Silky and Filthy, Trevor Beck's Kyle Bowen. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, at Silky and Filthy. If you don't know how to spell that, read a book. Bye. What's up? None. Where'd Debbie at? Oh, she at the house? Quick, can I use y'all's microwave right quick? Yeah, what you gotta cook? Some chicken. Give it here, I'll do it. Nah, see, I was hoping that I could take it to the house with me. My microwave? Yeah. That's like me asking you to use your air conditioner or something.